Welcome to Coys in the Hood, episode two. Mark here with Rav and Bonesy. And yeah, we've just got back from a very, very long uh, commute back from London on the hottest day of the year. And it's uh, it's sweltering in this room. Yeah, it's been a bit a bit much, but we're here. We're going to crack on. We, uh, we're committed to getting episode two out. So yeah, how's it going? How's it going, Rav? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I think it was quite poignant that our diverted journey through council trains led us past White Hart Lane. Oh yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think it meant that we had to do the pod today, even more so. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't back yeah, down. Kicked off at Tottenham Howe. No cabs, no buses. There's about 500 people all with the same idea, trying to get a cab at the same time. Listeners on the feet. Yeah. <laughs> we, we journeyed to not Mordor. We journeyed to White Hart Lane your house I feel like we had we, were, we walked for ages and then when we finally got a cab at where was it outside the bricklayers from so we walked from Tottenham Hall up to, to the high road and then walked down it just felt like walking forever and we, was, we only got as far as the bricklayers and when he come back onto the the new road it was like we're, we're, we're only at Ikea we've, we've done fuck all like we've, we've made achieved nothing <laughs> <laughs> we've made up no ground whatsoever like it felt like we did yeah, some sort of quest but um, yeah we got as far as the stadium well, just a bit further than the stadium. Hmm. So, yeah, it was a bit of a bitch. But, you know, it's always a pleasure to walk past the stadium and uh, see it in its glory, especially on a lovely summer's day. But, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, not going to lie, it was a, it was a bastard. Um, so, since last week, there's been a few bits going on. We've had a couple of friendlies. Uh, the first one was the K-League 11, which was made up of... The K-League. <laughs> was it was it the best players of what the best teams of the K League? So yeah, I think they just made up a sort of Americanized top team. Uh, yeah, I think so. Did anyone even watch it? I couldn't find it to be honest. So you didn't you didn't fancy paying for the for the sub for the forty five pounds for cutting the month. What's it called? Spurs flicks. <laughs> is it something? That's a better name, I think. It is a better name to be fair. We should maybe look at going down that avenue. Hey, Daniel Levy, did you hear that Spurs flicks? Yeah, copywriting it. He's sitting there now, like getting a nosh off someone, like with his top off, smoking a cigar, thinking, "I love that. That's mine." <laughs> season, desist, season desist order on its way on its way around now. Yeah. But yeah, so, so I didn't I didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights. I saw the goals. So, yeah. yeah, some of the goalkeeping is. It was almost as if they were like, "Yeah, let's, let's give them something to." Something let's to, give them their money's worth. Yeah, let's give them something to to get you know get you know, so they can applaud along. And but the goalkeeping was wank, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You got to say like Dyer's goal was kind of special. Kind of out of the blue, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Top bins. yeah, that was just, a good goal to be fair. Yeah, just next year, do it in the Premier League. What, Larice? You wanted to do it in the Premier League? No, I'll die. Oh, <laughs> you went Larice to, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I haven't, I, did, I didn't watch the game, but you can only go on, on what you've seen in the highlights. And that, that goal that was, it was like he just shot from, from nowhere, and Larice just kind of, oh, well, the f- yeah. one from the free kick. The, the, I think it? both of them were kind of suspect, weren't they? He kind of kind of half assed it across his line and was like, "Oh no!" It was kind of it was kind of weird because I remember last year there was uh, all this debate about if Son got if we got a penalty, Son had to take it, and Kane gave him one for this one, and it's understandable. But I felt like they gave Son like his goals basically, like they just love him so much that he had. To he, he's the bread and butter. He's a Korean golden yeah. boy, don't he? Like, I think um, I think we earned a few quid. Out of that. Yeah, that was that was always about that. All, all the players did the rounds. I was on the socials this week, and all the players did the rounds, making sure they thanked Korea for everything. And it was like I've never seen them do that before when they when they go on a preseason tour of wow. the Midlands. I think we, I think I might be wrong, but I'm sure I read somewhere or saw some clickbait saying that we're bigger than in Korea. We're bigger than Man United, like from an e-commerce point of view. We're bigger in Korea. Yeah. The Man United are in England. Oh, is it? I don't know. No, I meant in, <laughs> I mean in Korea, but in the Asian market. It, yeah, it probably is. It's kind of the way we got look at football nowadays, I suppose. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's yeah, well. But I'm sure, I'm sure. I saw the. Um, if you've got the best football yeah. player in Korea that is not viewed as a football player, but is viewed as like a, it's like a, the Beatles. A, I think he's like a like, like the Queen. <laughs> so if you've got that player in your in your in your squad, you you, you use it. Yeah. Or Levy uses it definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He's out there. He was the first one off the fucking plane. Just see him like when Saunders yeah. waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. I just see his little bald head go boom boom just popping across like that. Saunders' personal bodyguard. You can't you can't say things about bald heads anymore, can you? No, no. It's, uh, so. sexual harassment, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not sexual, though, is it? Nah, not really. No. I'll have to look into that. One. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. Might get cancelled. Uh, you know, I'm balding. <laughs> don't feel it's not a sexual thing. I don't. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I yeah. think. Kojak was famous for his bald head and his lollipops. And he was very sexy yeah. with it. Didn't stop him getting any uh, any sex other than a fault. <laughs> but it was a different time, so we won't yeah. go into that. Who knows? Yeah, that's that's another topic topic for another podcast. Maybe we'll start another podcast on on that Project subject. Pod. Yeah. Uh, so the other friendly was severe. I didn't watch that either. I watched the highlights. I saw Kane's goal. I saw Son elbow someone in the face, and the fight kicked off. I feel like the, the most of the loving for that was for Lamella coming back to play against us. I think he like clamped Sessignon and hit the post, maybe. So did Miller start that game? I think he did. Yeah. Does he even start for Sevilla? I don't know. I don't. I haven't really I followed like his career since he left Spurs. The age old, the age old uh, gets he starts well and gets injured. I think really runs into brick walls. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I've still got a lot of love for Lamella. and I think there was um, it might have been on News Now some clips where it actually looked like when it was all kicking off he was actually siding with the, with the Tottenham players if you got if you got what team he played for I mean I, I didn't even know you, you still got games out there I thought you went over there started well and then went off, went off the boil and had a lot of injuries much like you did with us season upon season yeah I think I think that's kind of what, what happened to him and he'll probably do the same this year like he looked quite fired up in the in the friendly season will start and probably do the same thing for a couple of games I was I was working while we, while that game was was being played and um, I couldn't find a stream of it anywhere so I just started following it on Twitter and all the tweets that I could see was about Hoiberg and him just being shit and apparently fluffy, he was trying different bits and pieces and I don't know he'd done some I'd done some sort of Cruyff turn but then he just gave it away and just give it and it, and it opened up Dodgy back pass, I think he did. Yeah, I mean, I, the reason I, I bring it up is because, like, from from what, what you see off, see off Twitter, it was like everybody was gunning for him. I was like, what's he done? He scored an own goal, or and I couldn't really get to the bottom of what was going on. There was loads of people posting pictures of like apes and oh. and associating his name with it. And I, I you know, I mean, there, there might be an ongoing thing. Like, I'm not aware of. I don't use Twitter that often. Football Twitter had their own weird little There's jokes. a lot of in jokes maybe, in maybe there. Yeah. Maybe he owns a couple of NFTs. He's a bit of Bored Ape Club. He's an investor. Oh, right, okay. Oh, so they're oh, trying oh, to oh. trying to give them a bit of. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't really get the hate towards him because he's kind of probably been asked to do a bit more than he actually can. Because he's a destroyer, really, isn't he? He's going to break up play. And, he's not, and he should be quite Yeah, anything. like he, he was decent last season. He got a bit of heat from from a lot of like different quarters of the, the, the support but I thought like especially towards the end of the season he, he, he was he was solid and Bentacore and him in the midfield was as we spoke about last week that, that will probably be our well you'd assume it would be our first choice central midfielder and then Basuma will, will have to work his way in yeah. as, as well as Skip but Mora there's a question question there we spoke last week about Mora not even featuring but apparently he did alright right wing back apparently played really well yeah it's, it's a strange one I think I think we all, all three of us will always love that man for what he did uh, against Ajax. Yeah. Probably the best night of our lives sporting Spurs. But I think it's gone it's gotten to the point where he, he doesn't really do anything. Like he kind of just runs into traffic. Uh as a right wing back that could be interesting. But I kinda of still see the same problems. I'm not I'm not sure if he can like if he can really Can he cross a ball? Product. Yeah, that's kind can of Can he can he deliver a ball across We've not seen it, have we? You wouldn't say we have. He definitely, he definitely knows how to run into space and use the space in behind the defence. I mean, he might be better suited to play in that wide position because 
when he runs with the ball, when it comes off, it looks absolutely beautiful and it's devastating. Like we can go from he can pick the ball up in like the our third. You're talking about his little diagonal runs he does. Yeah, and before you know it, he, we're we're in on goal. Um, but how many times does he give the ball away or got tackled? So maybe having him on the wing with the way we play, he's not going to cause so much damage if he loses the ball and we'll be able to retain it because we've got better cover in the midfield and behind him. So it might, I mean, his pace, once he gets going, he's like, he's going to be hard to stop. And I think technically he's better than um, Royale. Well, there's plenty of there's plenty of choice there now. So if you're gonna if he's gonna be considered as a, a wing back option, that gives you four potential. Is it four? So yeah, Mora, Spence. Spence is official now, isn't it? Special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been it was it was a, it was announced today. So yeah, it's yeah Spence, Doherty, Doherty, Doherty or Doherty. Uh, Do- we'll Doherty. Doherty. And yeah, Royale. Yeah. yeah. Is it Royale or Royal? Royale. With cheese, sure. oh, isn't Royale with an e on the end? And he got an e on the end. It's like a Royale with cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we we're gonna have to. That is a tasty burger. <laughs> <laughs> we need to learn the names. <laughs> uh, the pronunciation game escapes me, but I, yeah, I think I mean one of them's got to be moving, isn't it? You got to think. We've got pure wing backs, don't we? Like, yeah. imagine we don't get we don't shift Reggie on as well. We've just got pure wing backs. That's the way Conte likes it, though. He does, he does. He likes running them into the ground. And then, especially with having um, five subs as well, maybe he's looking to have strong wing-back, plenty of covering wing-back positions. So, so what, sub a wing-back of every 30 minutes? Yeah. Just, you got to dog it. you got to be a complete dog for 30 minutes, getting up and down. Uh, Off you come. Next guy comes on. Yeah. How many subs is that? It's four subs, isn't it? Then you've got one left. Who's that going to be? Richard. Yeah, <laughs> Richarlison comes on for. That was the other thing as well. There was obviously talk about Richarlison. Again, people were saying he was all right. There was nothing too. He got fouled a lot. Apparently, he's a player that goes down quite easily. We know that. Um, he gets targeted because of how he carries on. I still don't know too much about him. I do know what you know. I remember him from Watford. His his when he was at Watford, I knew him more than then because he kind of stood out a bit more, and he looked a good player. And he was like, oh yeah, I like I like the look of him. And then he kind of went to Everton and you know, didn't really follow his career after that. I mean, I'm happy if... It sounds like that Patrici and... Patrici? Patrici. Patrici. Yeah. And how, do you, how do you pronounce that, Rav? You know how to pronounce Parati- it. Paratici. It isn't. It's Paratici, isn't it? Paratici. Paratici. Yeah. Patrici. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, if, they, if they wanted him... Then yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take a little while to get up to speed and fit into the system, but yeah, I'm glad. I think obviously Conte wants him, Peretti wants him as well, <laughs> and um, yeah, they they must think they can get a song out of him. So why not? And do you reckon? Do you reckon still Bentacore and Hoiberg is the first choice? Centre half pairing. I think for the start of the season, um, as yeah, I, I think so. As I said last week, I think the other the new players have got a that's the benchmark. They've got to work their way into that team. Give, gives everyone a fair chance. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I still think like I don't know enough about Basuma to be honest, and I'm not really sure sure what he is in terms of a, what type of player he is. I, I suppose he didn't play. I think he had COVID or something. So he he'll probably play in the upcoming friendlies that we got with races and Roma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so yeah, Skip's obviously in, in there as well, and obviously you got yeah. that Saar. He's and, like a new signing, Skip. And and yeah, he, and apparently he looks alright in preseason as well. Yeah. I need to spend a bit of time watching some preseason matches because I'm sitting here talking about them and I haven't even watched fuck all that. You're my Spurs flicks. Yeah, I've got forty five quid earmark for that I can't wait to spend my money on that to be fair um, so yeah Jed Spence has been announced so yeah I don't know again it's another player that you can only go on what you we saw I, I saw some some of his uh, play, uh, performances in the playoffs for Forest and he did look good to be fair 
he did look good. But it's the, it is the championship, and it's a bit harder. Everyone's raving about him, but no one else was in for him. And I think even the uh, Middlesbrough manager came out and said, like, yeah, no one else was bidding for him. It made it difficult for us to negotiate because no one else was coming in. I, I sort of heard the sort of kind of opposite to that, where he had his he had his heart set on us as soon as we he heard we were interested. So that they were trying to long it out to try and see if anyone would come in, but he was like, he wasn't entertaining any other clubs. He only wanted us. Which obviously your biases will make you believe one story or the other, but he's from the championship. He, he could be like pretty raw, but Conte's kind of the guy you'd want to mold a wing back, right? And he's twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna get better, isn't he? You'd assume. Hope so. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I've I've only seen limited clips of him, but he looks quick. He looks powerful. He looks direct. Um, and yeah, just to go go on from what Rev was saying, I think he yeah we got in early. We set our stall out with him, and he was sold on us. Are you saying that we groomed him? <laughs> He's legal. No comment. He's legal age. No comment. <laughs> so right, we all agreed that we're not. We we don't know fuck all about Jed Spence then. Uh, well, I can add a little bit. I think you you got you got to be good to get to the playoffs, and he was a standout player in that position. But Forrest, we're not even in for him. To sign him after they got promoted. Yeah, I, think he, I think he just was like Spurs want me. No, I right. think they did float the idea, but I think as soon as we sort of made our, it's another option in it, a right wing back. It's a younger option. Doherty's about thirty one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Royale's quite young. I think he's 23, 24 but he's not. A, he's not a wing back, is he? He's nah. more of a right it's back. Okay to see, yeah. He's not a bad player. I, you know, I quite like him, but he's, he did well at the end of the season. He used to get in like all all season last season when he was when he played he was getting into great positions and it was either no one passed to him when he was in acres of space and that tells you all you need to know <laughs> or when he did have the ball he either didn't have the balls to cross it or he just fucking stuck it into Rosette and yeah so I guess having competition in them positions isn't and having a young player that can be groomed isn't the end of the world. I did see he said he'd I think he said he came through with Cessignon at Fulham when he was growing up so there might be a wing back to wing back partnership developing there oh what is he he's a, he's a London boy is he yeah. uh, that's what he said in his interview today yeah oh right I thought so, he might have been like up, up from, them, from them ways up from wherever Middlesbrough is nah. I haven't got a map in front of me to be fair it's, 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 it's up that way and yeah. it's not Newcastle but it's kind of up that way isn't it um, so there's a bit of few transfer rumours this week. I think we all kind of assumed that our business would be done after Jed Spence, but we've been there's been a lot of creative midfielder talk in the last week. It's a little bit annoying that Christian Eriksen's not mentioning that now because obviously he's gone to United. Is that is that is that official? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I haven't, is I haven't it official? Seen him holding the shirt up. But, I, I, uh, I think I saw somewhere on Sky. I don't want to see yeah, it. Like I, I, I don't know. Like yeah, it's a bit of a weird one with Ericsson, isn't it? Because like, he was shit for like, the last season and a bit. He was there when he kind of didn't really want to play for us. But he's still one of the best we've had. He is. He was. He was class for us. Yeah. But I think United, from what I read, I think it was something like 150 grand a week. I think it was 200. Wasn't it? He's getting. They're paying him for three years. I think he's getting Pogba's money, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I read that he's getting Pogba's wages. And yeah, Levy. That's a good signing though, Ericsson on three, isn't it? That is a good signing. Has to be. You think like the, the shite he had, <laughs> he had random at Brentford and he's going to go into a, maybe not, not much better to be fair, but they're gonna, they've got a few better players than that and you've got to assume, if especially if Ronaldo's staying there, but yeah, I don't know how that midfield kind of works because you've got Van der Beek, you've got Fernandes, there's rumours of De Jong's, yeah, I don't know how that I don't know how that comes together, but Total football. Fuck, we fuck Man United yeah. and fuck Christian Eriksen as well. Snake. <laughs> uh, no, I don't mean it. I'm joking. I love Christian Eriksen. Um, so yeah, there's been some transfer rumours and Madison being the main one in the last few days. I'm I'm excited about that one actually. I quite like the idea of that. It's a strange one because I think he's always looked alright to me, but he never really gets picked for England and. His, like his numbers are good. But he comes across as a bit of a beanhead, isn't it? Like, kind of like it, Grealish. Yeah. Like Grealish is a good footballer, class footballer. Doesn't really get picked for England that often. Like doesn't start for England. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a wally, isn't he? 
but you know I quite like Greece. But yeah, he comes and I think Madison's in that same ilk. I think they roll together as well, don't I they? Mean, I think they knock about, don't they? Madison was at Norwich, weren't he? Yeah. And where I think Norwich, I think they might have played um, Chelsea a few years back. And when they played, I I saw him. I thought, hey, he's a good player. We we probably should take a punt on him back then. Um, I'd be happy to see him at Spurs if the money's right. I mean, yeah, we should be paying the money that we paid like for Richarlison for him. Well, I reckon that's what you're looking at. There was talk last year that that, that Leicester were going to fuck him off. Uh, I think he fell out with Brendan Rodgers. Um, yeah, yeah there was something. There was something that, that happened he, there. He does. He seems like he has a bit of an attitude, arrogance problem, doesn't he? Like it, it's almost like he's too good for Leicester. Which, but he's going to be another player we signed that probably ain't going to. He's not going to enter the starting eleven. Yeah, true. Unless there's you know a couple of injuries here and there, but it's a good option. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a good option because we haven't got a player like that. Anyone like that. He, oh, he's not very old, is he? He could he could sort of explode again under the right sort of mentorship. He could become pretty... I mean, he's very well, good you're the stats league. man, Rev. You're supposed to tell me how old he is. That's yeah, all right, yeah. no worries. I'm Googling it. He's very it. good at like, link-up play, and he's technically good. He, he's a... He scores, he I think he scored a few right goals right. last season, didn't he? I think yeah. I've read somewhere that he scored uh, 12 Premier League goals last season. I think it's been more or less that for the last few years for uh, Leicester as well. And he gets assists. But yeah, I mean, it's an option, isn't it? You would rather have him coming off the bench than, I don't know, like Winks or something like that in the Champions League. You've got like 10 minutes to go and you need a goal. You see Madison come on. That's a player you would, you, you know, you, you get behind that. If you see like Richarlison and Madison warming up on the bench, you'd be like, yeah, okay, we're still in this game. We can we can score. But when you see like Sissoko and Nkuku on the bench, like warming up, doing high kicks, you think... I don't see where I don't see where the goals coming from here. You uh, might as well bring another goalkeeper on. Even come on in the end. Yeah. Just warm up the whole yeah. Also, I think Madison. He's he's a bit different from anything we've got because he 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 picks up the positions in between the midfield and their defence. We haven't really got a player apart from Harry Kane dropping back mm. into a central position. We haven't really got another player that will get into that final third and just drop in exactly to... that's why I wanted Ericsson because if Harry Kane's not playing if he get injured and to be fair last season he didn't get injured but he might as well have been injured for the first half of the season anyway mm. but usually when Harry Kane gets injured it's normally for a couple of months six weeks to a couple of months in the season and then we've got no kind of creative outlet we, when Ericsson was there it was a bit of an exception but yeah like last season when Marino went um, Kane was injured and the Sun took, like, took over for a bit there was no one kind of dropping into that you know, between the lines and pulling the strings, and uh, yeah, I think if you're going to take Harry Kane out of the game, or you're going to re- you're going to rest him for like because we're playing two games a week, sometimes three games a week when when the cup games start dropping in. Or if you're going to sell him in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, we're we going to cash in on him. <laughs> Having Madison in there as an option, and maybe maybe playing Richarlison or Son up top, it gives you that you know there's a bit of creativeness in in behind. Do you think Madison will try and earn his keep? Like that's kind of the. I guess my main issue with it is: is he going to want to like actually fight for his place, or is he kind of going to expect it? It's a step up from Leicester in it all day long. Come on, all right, yeah, Leicester have won is. a league, they won an yeah. FA Cup, but come on, man, Leicester, it's we've got to be yeah. a step up from them. Yeah, we, I mean, we definitely are. I mean, and I think as well, the added advantage of Conte's been there a year now, so every player that we've signed. They know the drill. They, his reputation precedes him. Where he's a taskmaster, master, and he will put you through your paces. That our players were like sort of on their knees after like pre season in Korea. You don't think that was for the cameras, though? It might have been, but I think he, I think he worked them to that point, and I think he's like, yeah, no, we're going to be the fittest team, not looking wise, but running wise. <laughs> We're going to outrun every other team. We're going to be fitter. We're going to be stronger. And, yeah. So, in them final sort of 10, 15 minutes, if there's tight games, we're going to be fitter than you. And that's when we'll, we'll look to make a breakthrough. I, that's how we I did out of the podge. That was, it was always the, the, the outrunning teams in the last mm. you know, 10, 15 minutes. It's how we beat teams. And it, we bitch slap them in the last 10, 15 minutes. Of games, but yeah, again, we're, we're hopping back to putch times. It's, it's so easy to do, you know, especially after a couple of drinks, get a bit emotional and a bit sentimental. 
Um, so the other player we've been linked with was um, Memphis Depay. Not really interested in in that that one to be honest. I don't think he's been that good at, at Barcelona, is he? And the fact been given a fair chance, but yeah. is he not? I don't know. Like the fact that they've signed a Bamiang, they've signed Ferran Torres from City, they've signed Lewandowski this week. Says they don't rate him. I think he, I think they say that he's a hard worker, but he just he kind of isn't the flair. I guess he's not the fair player they want. He shits up for Holland, though, isn't he? He's great, right. Yeah. He scored. He bangs him in for Holland. We kind of just got rid of the other guy that shits yeah, up. Yeah, well, Bergvine. Though. Yeah, I suppose yeah. we're going to sign another Bergvine. But I think a player. I mean, Bergwijn, He wanted to. He wanted to leave, and it didn't sound like he was willing to fight for his place. But if the pie is, I think he could fit into our system because he's not. A, he's not a Barcelona esque player. He's a get the ball, drive, beat the player, quick attacking, counter attacking football. Memphis the player. Yeah, I think he'd be ideal for it. I think he presses quite well as well. He was, sh- he was shot at United, didn't it? It was very forgettable stint at United. Yeah, Anyone could be at that point. Was that, that was under Van Gaal, wasn't it? Yeah. And the other one was... Um, so there's, there's two other ones that we've been linked with last week. One is worth worth talking about is uh, Jules Koundé. Uh, we got linked with him a couple of years ago and he didn't fancy it because he was holding out for Chelsea. And he's been linked with Chelsea again this window. They've signed Koulibaly from Napoli, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um... And now, it's kind of the, the link back to us has appeared again. I see, do you know, what? I think I feel I feel like that one's kind of agent talk because I think that's going to cost a few quid, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, because he's 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 hot property, isn't he? But I think he, he kind of wanted Chelsea or Barcelona. I think Barcelona are eyeing him up, and I don't know where Barca are getting this money from, but I think he's trying to get them to sort of act because they've sort of signed Lewandowski, and they're probably thinking. All right, we're good for centre-backs now. Yeah, for a team that's skinned, they're signing some all right players. Yeah. There's a bit of like some... Jiggery-pokery. There's some skullduggery going on there, yeah. isn't there? Well, I think they... Didn't they, didn't they um, sell 150 million worth of TV rights or something like that? Because I think that, the, yeah. the way that the Spanish league is structured... Is that Real Madrid and Barcelona get all the money and... Yeah. Racing Santander get about four p like. <laughs> I think Barcelona have sold a percentage of their TV rights, so, so I think that's where they've generated the money from. Right, but they've probably sold it to a company that sponsors them, so they just come straight back to yeah. them. Spotify. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Probably. Not just not saying anything well, like that goes on. Going back to Kunde, I think he's he's a good player. He's a he's a good ball player. I think, but I just think again he's not looking at Spurs and. It's kind of a shame because I think we he'd probably be really good for us, but you don't think he fancies it? I, I don't. I think we're just uh, we again we're being used as agent talk, really. So when we sign a player, Paratici goes in and says, "Do you want to play for Spurs?" If they say yes immediately, then we'll pursue it. And if they're like, nah, you kind of you don't want to play for Spurs, you're out. That's it. Go. I don't, I don't, you don't want any mincing about. You just want some. I think he. I think Paratici does the the mince because doesn't he like basically line up four or five deals and then kind of sees the one he likes the best and then buys that one I don't know they say he's never off his phone but he could be ordering a pizza do you know what I mean that isn't a racial slur either that was just I mean maybe he doesn't use just eat I saw I saw a few reports and he kept saying 74 million 74 million and all of it was 74 million for Kunde and I, I just thought yeah that's that's paper talk that's agent talk I think you brought this up earlier when we were chatting about it over, over a beer you said about are we going to spend all of our money on a marquee defender or a marquee midfielder if there was an option so you've got imagine we've only got 60, 70 million left to spend do you spend it on a creative midfielder or do you spend it on a defender because I think I think there's only I think that if you look at if you if you're going to look at the the, the 150 man that was 150 million that was, that was released by Enoch, then you, if you if you look at it like as it is, then there is only about 60 million odd left of that if you don't include like signing on fees and wages. So do you want to see a marquee signing in the shape of a defender or a midfielder? I think personally, I would go defender. And who would that be? I mean, there was a lot, a lot of talk about Bastoni. And I think if that's who Conte wants, then... I, don't, I, f- I think now we've got a lot, a length, long Lenglet. 
long lay. Is it long lay? Long lay. Yes. Let's not spend hours on this again. Yeah. But it's long lay, right? Yeah. I think now we've got long lay. I think that, and and I think the reason, and this is this is stuff that's been banded about this week as well. The reason it's there's not an option to buy on it is because we think that there's still legs on signing Bastoni. Probably not now, but you know maybe next season or or, or in January, depending on the situation in there because they have got financial issues. And they've got some other shit going on in the background as well, isn't it? I think I think I mean I I agree with Luke. I would take a defender, and I think he'd be the man because just because I think he could do a bit of he can he can attack as well as defend. Like Romero will play the ball. Yeah, his ball distribution is, is naughty. Yeah, we need like since Yambatongan it wasn't that long ago, but I imagine how good he'd be under Conte. So you're not you're not yeah. you're not about bringing a creative midfielder in then. I think because because we we like to go through the wing backs and we've got Kane and Son who. They can get you goals, really. I don't think Bastoni comes this transfer window, so I'm not about signing a marquee defender. And if if yeah. we're if we're not giving uh, Longley a option to buy in his contract, that says to me that it's like the jury's out on him a little bit, and we're not convinced that he's actually going to be anywhere near the the form that he had maybe prior going to Barcelona. Um, so I think that they're looking at. It could be like Pau Torres as well. They're looking at him. Always linked with him. Um, so I reckon, yeah, I think that that's what they're looking at. Get him in. Let um, Bastoni have another year. He loves he loves Inter. You know, he's he's all he's an Inter lad through and through. He's got toes and stuff. He's he's their boy. And then going for, going for him again next year. So f- with that in mind, I think the money should be spent on maybe a creative midfielder because we haven't got one. Would Madison be your pick? If you could choose anyone, <laughs> it's again. I'm kind of it's a, the caveat to that is that I would still say if we're gonna if we're gonna have a creative midfielder, midfielder in the squad, then uh, I would go and I would look at what we've already got in Lo Celso and and Andombele. If it's only gonna be a like a, a kind of a, like a, a tactical kind of purchase that you know when when we need someone on the pitch to you know thread and you know put a thread for a needle or pick the lock on all these cliches that we like to throw around then just use what we got because if that's not going to be on our, our, our go-to like tactic or formation then I think spending 60 million on a creative player is pointless when we've already got two there that you know that are not bad footballers you know they're not they're not shit they they're not starting 11 quality but I think a manager like Conte should be looking at I, he should be able to get a tune out of them. I, I still think, out of the two of them, I think, I don't know, I think if you bring the Celso for the last 10 minutes, I, I think you can bring something to the game. We haven't got a player like him. So, yeah. yeah. Bin and Dombele, keep the Celso. Don't buy Madison. And I don't know where I'm going with this. There's no answer in what I've just said. But, yeah, anyway, forget that. If, 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 if I was going to spend money on a player, it would be a, it would be a creative midfielder. But we've already got two players there that we're not looking, that we're that yeah. not going anywhere. So it's and is Madison better than the Celso and Andombele? I suppose, yeah. I guess he's kind of proven. He's prem proven, isn't he? You have to say the the one the two we have aren't because they didn't really pull up trees for us. Mm. I think that's because Andombele. Everyone says it like you can see there's something there. It's just. How how long do you wait for him to bring it out, and how like how long does it kind of? No, no, you're right. You don't. You yeah. you sell them both. Use the money to to buy Madison, and you still got sixty million yeah. left. And Madison will, for all his kind of all the doubts I have about him, he will probably guarantee you a few goals. He can take free kicks. He does kind of get important goals as well. I I think I'm kind of talking myself right into getting him. To be honest. Like, yeah. To to be honest, yeah. like you know. I, I, there's a little, there's a little bit of me that wants to see one of La Celso and Dombele work, just just for like romance, a bit romantic, and just yeah, we, we spent a load of money. I think both of them are record uh, signings in terms of their fees, and they've both been like shy to be fair, aren't they? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's no one, they're, they're not queuing up, and no one's not, no one's banging the door down to take them off our hands either. Yeah, I know. I mean, even I've read something today that for Dombele. He's not going to get a Lyon or a Marseille or any sort of club in France. It's yeah, I think there's a lot of people put off 
in signing him, and we're probably going to have to foot the whole bill. I mean, I can't see Conte turning him around. I think Conte's made his mind up well, on him. I, I did see, he did sort of get asked, where are you going to be next? And I think he said, it is possible to be happy here at Tottenham. We'll see. So maybe maybe the penny's finally dropping with him. And he's like, I've got to actually work hard now. Because if, if we make him come good, we've probably got one of the best midfielders in the world. If that actually happens, it's just no one believes it can happen at this point, me included. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. It's that one, isn't it? I, that's, that's kind of the, what I was alluding to. Like, you've got these yeah. players that obviously have got quality. They've proven it. Like, Lo plays excellent for Argentina. He's gone to Villarreal. He's done bits. For us, at like, like fits and starts, he's looked like a good footballer. But yeah, every time he's starting to play his way into like being in the first eleven, he gets injured and he's out for three months. And Dombele just don't really fancy running about, probably because he wants to play a more an advanced role. Maybe he needs a run there. Maybe that's that's where you get the best out of him. But yeah, if we sold both of them tomorrow and bought Madison, I wouldn't be un- I wouldn't be unhappy with that. I'd be I'd be I'd be very happy with that. You're clearing two players off the wage, one of one of which is on two hundred grand a week with about fucking three years left on his yeah. contract. And you bring a player in, like you said, Premier League proven, scores goals, gets assists. Harry Kane can finally stop taking free kicks because Madison's <laughs> he Madison. Scored, he scored one the other day. Yeah, but I scored one against fucking K11, man. <laughs> fucking hell. But, uh, if it ain't, if it's not Madison, like. Who would your dream attacking midfielder be? Let's say he starts every game. I actually kind of think it'd be Ericsson for me. It would be because he was free and it was it was it was perfect. It was a perfect reunion. But yeah, yeah. But other than that, like there aren't there aren't many out there. So that's kind of why I'd maybe take Madison for that reason. Because like I don't, Liverpool don't play with an attacking mid really. City kind of have the De Bruyne and Silva aren't really. Attacking means we kind of need someone like that, and I don't know if that exists. I think yeah. I think you consider De Bruyne and and Grealish attacking midfielders. But they kind of play on the they don't. Way they way. don't have strikers, do they? Just have attacking wide players that yeah, cut yeah, in and yeah. do things, and yeah, they've got all, yeah they've got like seven of the same player. But you know they 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 win every year. So the last one was um, Zaniolo. We seem to get linked with him every year. The Nico Zaniolo from Roma. I can't see Mourinho in any rush to sell any players to us. Um, no. Also, ain't his mum his agent and don't she do his PR and every time he wants a new contract, she... Is she a honking bit of kit? The, <laughs> these rumours come out... Luke's got a bit of they, I thought Ericsson's mum was his agent. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Maybe it was his dad, I don't know. But anyway, sorry. I, know, I just thought, yeah, that his mum was his agent and... Imagine any, having your mum as your agent, like. Any time any trouble kicked off, and he was looking for a move, it was either a move or a contract. She was involved. I, I couldn't. Have, I couldn't have my mum as my agent. It wouldn't work. She'd be dipping me out left, right, centre. Is he actually any good? Like, I don't know. I've never seen. I've never seen him kick a football. Yeah, he's like in in Italy. If you're any good, you don't play for Roma. And that's why I was kind of questioning yeah. Dybala's going to Roma today. It's like he was free, and. He was meant to, he's meant to be this big, you know, Argentinian superstar and he's gone to Roma. It's like No what like I think even into like, nah. I think a lot of it I think a lot of his wages sort of, are higher as well, yeah. yeah. And where you've got your um, the agents in your ear roll, obviously the more money their client makes, the more they make. So then There's a lot of this running contracts down to get uh, maximum wages now, and that's kind of the movement of all footballers now, especially the ones with the super agents. I mean I don't, I don't blame them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't blame them because otherwise they're tied to a club and yeah, all right, you're not going to let me go now. All right, I'll, I'll stay here for two years. I'll continue to play my football. They've still got to perform because at the end of that two year or two years, if they're down tools, then no fucker's going to want them, are they? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that... Um, that didn't Lewandowski have another year on his contract to mm, Bayern? I yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that's that's. Uh, did they get a fee for him as well? Yeah, they, <laughs> they refused to take any instalments because they were they basically said, uh, Barca, we want it in full because we don't think you're going to exist in two to three years. So a lot of people calling Lewandowski out. I think someone yeah. called him out for saying he didn't have the bollocks to play in the Premier League because he knew he wouldn't cut it 
and you know very very good players over the years have not cut it in the Premier League didn't you say that Rev about his agent reckon he didn't yeah, fancy he, the Premier League I think he fired his right? agent and his agent came out and said he didn't fancy the Premier League because he thought he wouldn't get the same numbers absolutely bottled it yeah coward uh, you know a lot, a lot of players have come over and I think of like Shevchenko and Crespo and some other players that are you know Chelsea kind of signed with usually Chelsea blood money um, <laughs> Red Rob. Yeah, Rebov. He couldn't cut it. Oh, don't so. Oh, I was going about Soldado. I love Soldado. I love Soldado. I loved him before we signed him. I just was like, we need to sign that player. And when, I, when we were linked with him, I was like, yeah. He, he was like a stray puppy, in it. Like you just kind of wanted him to, to just have what he wanted, but he just couldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't have the legs to play what Poch was trying to do, and he was trying no, to just no. play this pressing game. And it was, it, but it was that it was a cut. He was during the cutover period, wasn't he? It was yeah. it was before Harry Kane kind of after Adi Bayor and it was just a mess but right. not as bad as Vincent Janssen that was, yeah. that was we paid a few quid for him I think he was about 17 million wasn't he yeah. he was like just yeah I I've think... seen better players over like Jubilee Park like <laughs> pissed up like hung over on a Sunday morning he was yeah, oh, it was a strange one Just I just did a bit of stats man in and uh, Zaniolo's had two cruciate ankle ligament damages that's probably why he's not been as hype. I'm just saying, like, if he if he's the one thrown out there, because I think we're, we're linked with him every year, and it's kind of like he's another Damio, isn't it? Yeah, but if he's actually good, obviously I take him. I just don't know anything about him. Unfortunately, yeah, it's another one like it. I I've no knowledge of the Italian league, and yeah, I mean, he's been there for a long time, for, for what I can gather. Yeah, we've been linked with him like every year for like three years. Yeah, I mean, if you're injury prone in the Italian league, you're definitely going to be. Absolutely. Um, so, one of the things that dropped today was the trailer for Arsenal's All or Nothing uh, documentary, which was a bit weird. Bit of a, bit of a strange trailer. It made um, Arteta look a bit strange, shouty and aggressive, and not what he comes across as in like post-game match interviews. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it reflected their season. No, I didn't. They, 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 they left out a few bits, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. Really they, crucial moments. Like anyone would think on the back of that trailer, they went on to like win the league or something. <laughs> he, he just, in his team talks, he sort of reminds me of like a substitute teacher that you'd have at school. The best bit of that trailer is yeah. when the, the Arsenal fan comes in and goes, this is the shittest team that I've ever seen. And he's like, right, that's, that's, that's what I yeah. remember from last season. Yeah. And then it was all like, oh, everyone going mad and there was some... Uh, there was some... They, they kind of showed the Aubameyang thing as well and I thought they would like kind of they'd hide that away but they go for it and they, they try and show like Arteta's telling the whole team that Aubameyang is no longer the captain it's kind of like all I remember from last season and, it, and this is probably selective memory because I sport Spurs I remember they were on the deck at the beginning of the season because they just got pummeled like three games on the trot and didn't score a goal and I remember the end of the season after all the hype all the all the gas all the all the all the all the all the all the mud slinging just lots of long faces and, and, and hiding away and denial and... I think they hid away mid-season as well. Didn't, didn't see any of that in the trailer. No. There was a mid-season... There was like a game in, I don't know, January that they sort of hid away from as well. I mean, they had one COVID case and... And they sold... Didn't they sell a load of players or loaned a load of players out? But there was a bit in the trailer when Arteta goes, I am angry! I'm angry! <laughs> so, all right, mate. All right. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like saying LOL... Yeah. Yes. Given the, the angry emoji. Yeah. It's too late for anger, mate. We've just lost to fucking Burnley. <laughs> yeah. He, honestly, he doesn't. He doesn't. His anger doesn't feel natural. It feels like someone who's been told, "I've got. You've got to show them that you're angry to get them to perform." And it just. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it ever worked. I don't think they ever came back and won games or anything. Are you gonna watch that? Are you just gonna watch? Oh, I'm not watching. I'm only watching the bits I want to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. painful enough watching the Spurs one. I quite enjoyed the Spurs one, to be fair, but at times it was pure cringe, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And you just kind of want to see the reverse. I just want to see the long faces, as you said. So the first episode and the last episode, are we going to watch? Yeah, I'd, I'd, see, I'd want to see how they try and skirt... Because, again, all my like friends at Sports and all telling me how much better they are than us. I want to see how the documentary will... We'll try and portray that, even though we finish above them again. But surely there's there's a, an unbiased kind of 
uh, approach to the, the documentary making in that they'll make it so it's accessible for all audiences and uh, I mean, I surely there's got to be some waivers uh, kind of signed before and afterwards in regards to what they're allowed to put out and what do you know what I mean they can't, they can't just say oh you can only put the good bits out but I mean do you not feel that there was a little bit of like bit of that with ours with our all or nothing uh, like, I mean that like, was it last our season where Mourinho and all these all the coaches were jumping around celebrating I remember I remember watching I remember watching that I remember watching that at the game after the game when it was actually live after we whatever game we, we, we I can't remember what game it was now was I remember yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what game it was, and I remember I remember all, all jumping. I was like, "What the fuck? Are they so gassed about finishing fifth or yeah. sixth or whatever it was?" And it was ah oh, no, cameras are on him. That's just Mourinho doing his thing and making out that he's been a success and making it about him. And and it was in the documentary, wasn't it? It was, and it was like I remember thinking like again, and they had this all like like big like, mu- like music like in the back of it. It was like. Oh, we've achieved. We've actually achieved nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah then, so. then, then, Levy started giving out watches to Jan Vertonghen and yeah, yeah, um, Mikel Vorm, innit? Yeah, Mikel Vorm got like a, a shit one, innit? And Vertonghen got a good one. I don't know if you saw that when they put it out. Someone valued the watches and said, "Yeah, that one's like eight grand. That one's like thirty-two grand." Are they them IWC watches? I think they were. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, Levy, I just Levy didn't pay any money for them. <laughs> nah, they come, they come. They, the only ones you get through with a car. Yeah, yeah. I just googled what the results were that day, and we drew one-one against Crystal Palace, and we only qualified because Wolves lost two-nil to Chelsea, and yeah, Jose was celebrating that. But didn't we qualify for the? We the, didn't even qualify for the Europa League. It was a Conference League we qualified it. No, no, it was the Europa League. It was the, the next season we got Conference League. I think. Mason took us to conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, fucking hell, that's a long time ago, isn't it? Yeah. COVID's stolen some some years from us, man. Yeah, Gareth Bale as well. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a tragedy that we never got to go and watch Gareth Bale again. And he was he was class in that, during that period. It was just there was like one or two games where we had supporters there. But yeah, I mean, the one thing we have got to look forward to this season is that we ain't in the Conference League, we ain't in the Europa League, we are in the Champions League. And yeah, what is what is what would be your? Uh, we ain't got. We ain't got to do no qualifiers, have we? We're straight into the group no, stages. I think they've got rid of that. Yeah. So this is the last ever year of the format that it's in now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So after this year, it goes to that weird little league system, doesn't it? Yeah, I really don't want that though. Like, I'll well, obviously be in it. I'll take being in it, but yeah. It'd be funny if we're in it at the last ever like Champions League. We are. We are in the last ever. I, th- I think it's this season's the last ever one. Ooh. So they might change the music after this year. Imagine Arsenal never gets to hear this ch- music again, like. <laughs> That'd be so funny. They don't even know what it sounds yeah. like. It's been Definitely so long. So what's the, what's the Europa League music? It's like Europa. <laughs> it's like Europa. <laughs> so funny. To be fair, I think it's a bit underrated. I'm going back to the Europa League. Yeah. It's cake, man. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It makes your hair stand on like the back of your neck, yeah. doesn't it? Actually, I ain't got no hairs on the back of my neck. Not now. I went for too, a, I went for a Turkish Turkish cut this time round. I am it's sweating too, my absolute. It's too, it's yeah. too long and copyright and. I don't know. I think that's all right. I think you can. I think you can get away with that kind of stuff. And you got and for so many seconds, and you got to go hazard. No, you. Yeah, can't. but I was singing some weird, different lyrics over the top of it, so you can just say, "Oh, it's a remix." Yeah. I think there's some. I think you can. There's some. There's some loopholes in, in there you can kind of get away with. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagine if we won the last ever Champions League. That's kind of what I've been thinking about now. I, I I know I went out on my limb last week and said that we're going to win it. I did have a few drinks. I've had a few drinks tonight. I still think we're going to do well. I still I don't I don't rate everyone saying our oh, Conte shit. And I I think there's a lot to prove from Conte. I think that a lot of the players are going to be gassed to play in the Champions League again. I think the new stadium as well. I think we you know we saw a little bit of Champions League in there back towards the end of uh, our last couple of uh, campaigns. I think it's going to be good. I'm well excited. I'm looking forward to getting down there during the week watching Champions League games. So who who would be your ideal draw? Would you want an easy draw? Do you want like a bunch of shit? There's no Russian teams going to be in there, is there? So you're not going to get any spots at Moscow's or St. Petersburg's or any of them in there. So who would you? Who would you? It's funny you say that because like I I think I, I don't have like the actual stats for this, but we do better when we've had a bigger team in the group. 
like when we, we I think a couple of years ago we had like Leverkusen Monaco and CSK Moscow or whatever and I think we finished third in that group yeah I think we were, I think we actually all went to those games that was the season at Wembley yeah. weren't it yeah and but then when we had like Real Madrid like we had Barca and Inter so the group we got out when we got to the final was Barca Inter and PSV yeah. I mean that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a pretty a strong group. I mean that's a strong group PSV ain't what they you know what they were they were quite a, quite a bit of a powerhouse in, you know my in my teens I always remember PS3 being a, a really good a good side but then we got into the into the knockout stage and then we had Dortmund yep. yeah and then we had City, City. Ajax that was, that was a that was a fucking good Ajax yeah. team as well yeah. yeah and then Liverpool in the, in the, I mean come on we done we done good there I mean that group stage and that and that knockout stage that's as hot it's as hard as you can get really yeah I mean I I don't think Conte will allow our standards to drop regardless of who we're playing but I always think our players up their game against big teams so we're one of those teams of people don't want to play in it yeah I'd say bring on all the biggest teams your Milan's Barcelona Madrid shit them we've played them before and we've beat them in group you know what group games sorry to interrupt me but I I want Bayern and I want to fuck them up because I was there at that game and Carrying a, carrying a bit of resentment in your heart. I, it hurts, man. It really hurts. Um, I really want that, and I want revenge. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Well, they ain't got Lewandowski now. What about what, what about who's that player they've had forever and ever? Bayern. What's his name? That fucking. Miller. Yeah, man. He, he's still <laughs> kicking. How old is that fucker now, man? I'll find out. That geezer's got to be fucking like at least 35, 36 now, don't he? He looked like an old man when he was in his early twenties. He so doesn't. Thirty-two. Is he really? He's been around forever, that geezer, hasn't he? Yeah. He don't like footballer, does he? I think that I think that's his gift. Yeah. He deceives you. Like, who's this? Like old geezer playing football. He looks. He, he's not. He, he just goes in yeah. and hits. You know, he's always at the back post knocking one in. And he's that. He's that. He's like a bit like Lampard in, in that in that sense. A bit like dare I say it, Daily Alley. So looking at looking at the teams that are qualified, I don't have a list of the teams that are qualified. Ravi might have a list of the teams that are qualified. Yeah, sorry, I just, I'm just thinking. So we, we know we know Real qualified. We know we know Liverpool, City, and Chelsea qualified. Obviously, Barcelona finished second, didn't they? In the so we know we know there's some big teams in there. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd like to get Milan. What AC? Yeah. You fancy a, a grudge match? No, we done them last time, didn't we? We done them last time. In what was it last sixteen? But yeah. I think in, they probably the, won us. Is the. Um, has the San Siro been demolished yet, or is it getting demolished? I think it is. I think, I think one of one or if not both of them are getting their own stadiums, aren't they? Is yeah, that what it'd be, I mean, yeah. If the San Siro is still a football venue this year in the Champions League, I'd like us. I think that's one of the best stadiums. What you fancy away, though, dear? I'd like to go to the San Siro, San Siro before they knock it down. Always in the hood in Italy. I fancy an away day. Yeah, that ain't a bad shot actually. Well, uh, so Rev, who was in the Champions League this, so this I was year? Just, I was just sort of briefly reading the list, and I was thinking, who have we not played? And so Juve are obviously in it. And We've had Juve. Oh, we have had Juve. We've had Juve. Sad, didn't we I played think... better than them over. Was it so over 180 uh, minutes? We were the better team for 170 minutes, and they still beat us. The history. That's oh, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, it oh, my that's my bad. Fuck him um, as well. Atletico Madrid. Nah, okay, we're not at them, have they? No, nah, nah. I don't want them. That would be such a weird sort of I think we'd cancel each other out yeah I think that would be such a strange game I think he likes to play a similar way doesn't he he likes to kind of play take yeah. win the ball uh, deeper and play on the counter yeah. so I guess so we've got Madrid, Barca Sevilla we've had I think we've had quite memorable clashes with all of them we don't ever beat Sevilla do we no I don't think we've ever beat them no I think uh, AC, Inter Napoli and Juve Napoli could be quite tasty that could be quite a good game away that would be naughty yeah, yeah. Uh, Munich, Dortmund, Leverkusen, and Leipzig. Yeah, we 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 had Leipzig. I fancy Leipzig. I'd like to give them a, a pistol whipping. Yeah. P- PSG's one. I feel like we've never played them. I. Oh no, we haven't played PSG. So yeah, so I reckon Leipzig, PSG. You know who else? We get revenge for Poch uh, and Milan. Yeah, I'd have that. That'd be a really good group. Milan, uh, Leipzig, and PSG. I fancy that. I would get through that group. I reckon. I, I don't think that would happen because I think Milan won. 
the Italian league and PSG won the French league. Are we not aware of the potting system? <laughs> oh, no, I, I think we're in pot three, aren't we? Or or something pot, like no, I think like we're in pot two or something. Oh, Rev, so. dig up the potting system. Find out what pot we are in. Pot as many balls as you can. John Virgo. <laughs> I need to bring that back, by the way. I don't think Jim Davis would be on there. No, he got can- he got he got cancelled in the in the nineties. But he made a fight. He made a fight back, didn't he? It was never going to work for him, though, was it? Yeah. Apparently, we were in pot two. Apparently, oh, was it? I don't know why. I guess because we got to the it's final. It's the coefficient, isn't it? The yeah. Previous seasons. I guess we've been in Europe every year for like more than a decade now since we did not the old. Have we have we been out of Europe since then? Yeah, we must have, man. We must have. I don't think we have. Yeah, I think we have been. I think Poch's first season we didn't finish in Europe. I think we finished like eighth. Oh, right, yeah, I think you might be right. Because he had old spunkers like Adebayor and Polinio kicking about. I feel like we've always... Stealing we, a living. <laughs> we never had a full run in the league, have we? I feel like we might have been in Europe. I think Conference League might have been the one we might have been out. I don't... Yeah, I've got a bit of fun. I think we've been in Europe more or less every year. I can't think of it. I, I, I'm sure under Poch the first season we didn't call up for Europe. And maybe under Harry as well. I remember Harry took us over. We was two points from eight games. I'm pretty sure we finished behind Fulham who nicked the last European spot. Didn't we get the Fairness League? Or something? No, no, I don't think we did. I think Europe, uh, Fulham nicked the Europe, last European spot and then following season they went and had a mad one, didn't they? And they got to the final against yeah. Atletico um, when they beat Juve in the semi-final 4-1. Dempsey scored that worldie. I do remember that, yeah. So I think that was... That was the season we didn't qualify for Europe. So Fulham got the European spot and we finished a couple of points behind them. And that was the two points from eight games season. But then I think since Poch qualified for Europe with us, I don't think we've not qualified for Europe. No, you might be right. I did think there was one season with Poch, but yeah, I can't. Because I think in his first year, yeah, we might have finished eighth. And I think we got to the League Cup final, didn't we? I think Chelsea beat us. But then... I think that was the only year then after that we qualified for Champions League or Europe and I think we've been consistent in Europe ever since haven't we just sort of briefly we've been shit a couple of times like last season was a bit embarrassing there's been some years where I've not wanted to qualify for the Europa League and the Conference League some of them teams we played last year I didn't even know they were real teams no I think Royal Antwerp last time we didn't qualify I think it was Redknapp so that was the one when we got Champions League and then that was a lot like so since then we've been in Europe every year oh right which Sweet. is quite cool I didn't think we were yeah, we get called bottlers a lot so we ain't won it have we yeah but we've been in it <laughs> some teams have been in it Luke was giving me dirty looks there when I said I that we ain't won anything for for a long time but yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to change soon. Ah, uh, we'll do, we'll do. It's like it's that thing in it. Like whenever they, they they chirp up about it, oh, you make one nothing. It's like, I keep saying it. You know, you might break my spirit one day, and I might actually start. Ah, you know what? I went to Spurs. You're right. You know, you've got you. Know, I mean, there, there was a there was a few years back when Poch took over, and I know we're talking about Poch again, but I was all about I'd take qualification for the Champions League over winning the trophy because I felt that would elevate our club. And if you look, I mean, every, everyone, people knock Levy, but I think he's made a few mistakes. Um, but if you look at where we were when he took over to where we are now, there's been, right, there's, there's been progression. There's been a few, couple of steps forward and a couple of steps back. But from where we took us over to where we are now, I mean, we've got Conte as manager, we've had Mourinho, We've been to the Champions League final and we're qualifying consistently for Europe. You got to take your hat off to Levy. I think. No, I'm 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 pro Levy. I'm I've always been pro Levy. I think there's times when you can be frustrated with him, but I remember how it felt to be a Spurs supporter growing up, and it wasn't much fun if I remember rightly. So it's been pretty it's been pretty good for the last you know fifteen odd years. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. So. I think- and- Oh, sorry, no, I was going to say, I think my sort of generation are a little bit more entitled, like, because we've only seen really good times. I was definitely, like, Levy out for ages. You've seen good times. You've not seen really good times. Uh, but, I mean, we've, yeah, we've kind of, we've become, we've been on the up ever since. No, 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 I see it, I know, I know. But, like, um, I, yeah, I used to be Levy out, but, again, he, 
maybe he's not known where to go. Maybe he reached the ceiling and now it seems like like getting Conte and sort of backing him. I think he's he's, he's always moved, he's all like right, yeah. the on-field stuff has always been a question mark, and it's like yeah, he's had some questionable managers in there. He's not always put the money into the team for uh, yeah, before the training ground or the or the or the stadium or whatever else. But since since he's done the training ground, since he's done the stadium, all right, there was a, there was a window and a, maybe two where we didn't do anything. But now you look at he's pulled in, he, 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 whether you like it or not, he, he took Mourinho down there. Whether you think he's finished or not, he got Mourinho down there, and that you can't just get Mourinho down your club if you're not. Yeah. You got you've got a, that's a lot of work to, to negotiate that kind of manager into your club. You can imagine the contracts that, and all the. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, you can imagine the contracts. So, so he's game. looking to he's looking to he he knows that he's got to do something, and like getting rid of Poch couldn't have been easy. Like I think they had quite a, a, a good relationship. And then since then it didn't work. Oh, I brought in Nuno. That was that was he was never our first choice. Conte was our first choice. That's pretty you know well covered. And he went out and he got Conte after that. It didn't work for after a couple of months with Nuno. And he went and got Conte. And he's backed him. And everyone said hey, he's got to back him. He's got to back him. And everyone was almost leaping down his throat. He's got to back him. He's got to back him. Give the man a chance. He's brought the manager in. He must know that this squad is toilet. But not not toilet. There's it needs it needs reworking. It needs tweaking. There's players that will go. Some players that will come in. And they brought two quality players in in January. All right, we might not have known a lot about them, but we ended up qualifying yeah. for the Champions League. It made it made the it made all the difference. Mm. It made all the difference. And now you look at we're looking at this transfer window. I mean, we're only in what? Where are we? What the eighteenth, nineteenth? Still in pre-season. It's July. It's yeah. like mid July and we've made six signings talking about maybe another one and we've still got uh, you know six weeks to potentially get rid of all the old shit I think we're uh, I think we're in a really good place I think so yeah I, um, and I, I think, think and I, uh, my, my point was I completely forgot what my point was after that whole big rant that it's it's, it's down to Levy solely down to Levy yeah. I, I think like there's a lot of there's a lot of like media talk and clickbait that we sort of believe like I think it kind of was like, like earlier when we were talking about it about Dybala where we were all really upset he didn't sign and we thought wow we've really missed the boat on this guy the guy's gone to Roma and it's like we uh, people did blame Levy for that they were like he's penny pinching we bought Jack Clark we didn't spend the money on yeah but how, how much do these people know about Dybala how much how much That's do they really saying, know that he's yeah. going to be he's going to come to the Premier League and and do bits like remember like Kesman. I think Chelsea paid forty million for him, yeah. which was I think uh, almost a record in in that era. Exactly. And he was a uh, he was a goal machine at PSV. <laughs> Another cliche. He was he was banging him in, and he came to Chelsea. And I don't know if he. I think he scored against us, and uh, yeah, and yeah. that was about it. And he kind of crept off of his tail between his legs off to Shakhtar or some some place like that. He works putting out the kits now, don't he? Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no given, and uh, you hear a name, and all these kids play FIFA, and they love all this. But that's it, yeah. And they see it, and they think, oh yeah, let's get this guy in. But who really knows about him? Like the, the amount of players that I wanted to sign on the back of Championship Manager yeah. when I was a kid. I don't know fuck all about any of them players. If, like January, we went to Juve and we bought two players that no one wanted, including you, eh? They were laughing. And they were laughing. They were waving us. him out the, out the yeah. training ground. And like, I, I've got to say, like. Have you ever seen a Spurs player just come in and be that good straight away? After all the after all the signings that we've made, yeah. I'm still most excited about Kulusevski from what we saw last season. Yeah, I'm still most excited about him. I mean, I he's twenty what twenty two just. He's got potential, and I also think um, Bentancourt he he showed glimpses of what he's capable of. I, I feel he played within himself, and he probably played the role that Conte was telling him to play. But I think we might have touched on it last week, but there was a game where in the first half he was a bit passive, we were a bit passive, and then it seemed like Conte put a rocket up him, and in the second half he was making runs forward, he was in the final third, he was everywhere. So I think potentially we've got a very, very good player on our hands there. He might just need yeah a kick up the backside every now and then to get forward. As they all do. But I think I think what we what we're all kind of agreeing on is that you know stop stop hating on Levy you fucking dickheads. Yeah. 
Yeah, you little mean, weird little dickheads. It's, it's football Twitter and FIFA Twitter. Yeah, well, hate on Levy, like, I'd love to just drag him back to fucking, like, Christian Gross eras. When he was, even, you know, when, he, when we got sacked and he rolled up with a with a bus, a train a train ticket. He was like, I've bought my own ticket to the game. I'm coming in to watch this game with a, with a train ticket. I mean, It's like, get out, man. You're not coming in. You've only got to look at, I mean, Levy, yeah, he's running it as a business and I think, yeah, when he took over, there, there was no sense of him being a football man when he took over. But you've only got to look to clubs that have went by the wayside. Like, remember Leeds back in, like, the sort of 90s and early 2000s where they were, they were in the Champions League semi-final and they had some great players. And then, yeah, they overspent and look where they ended up, in the doldrums for decades. Right. I'm going to wrap this up now, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you each a question and you've got to answer it with one, answer, one word answer. Okay. And you're not allowed to swear either. So there's no swearing allowed. You've got to answer it with a bit more. Damn. Yeah. You've got to use your... Uh... One word. Yep. So I'm going to say, how you how will you describe our Champions League run next season? In a word. In one word. Rev. Go. Oh, this is hard. It isn't. You just got to go. Just say it. One word. One word. Say Winners. It. Winners. Winners. Okay. That's a good answer. Bonesy. Enjoyable. I know it's a bit. It's so tame. It is tame. My boner just went after he. Rabbit got me hard. <laughs> and now I'm flaccid, man. Enjoyable. Okay, okay. It's, I mean, let's enjoy it. You went, you went for the save option. Revy went bold. Okay, I'm starting to understand the character dynamic here. Okay, it's cool. I think, let's enjoy it. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna I'm round gonna it off. You off there. I'm gonna round it off with one more. Spurs no wake it. One word. Meh. That's not a word. <laughs> Average. Okay. A grower. A grower. Yeah. Is that one word? Um, <laughs> um, different. It's different. Different. Okay. Different. I'm gonna say I don't like it, but that isn't one word either. But yeah, I'm not. Choice. Yeah. Oh, you can't swear. Sorry, I forgot the rule. Pants. Looks like pants on it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the yellow on it. Yeah. I think if they get rid of the yellow and the paneling's a bit a bit weird as well. But yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure a grower <laughs> will be entered into the Oxford Dictionary in the next, for you know, probably sometime soon. A grower. Not a shower. Not a shower. <laughs> and that has been Coys in the Hood, season one, episode two.